Today in Science from Wired. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com education. These recharge rooms are helping healthcare workers cope. Using voice activation tech and nature-inspired soundscapes, these spaces are designed to give medical workers some respite from the COVID-19 front lines. By LaVon Roberts. Mariam Zachary is an assistant professor at the Mount Sinai Hospital's Department of Rehabilitation Medicine. Mariam remembers what 7 p.m. sounded like in Manhattan last April, residents clapping and cheering for frontline health care workers as they ended their shifts. It's 2021. The celebrations have mostly stopped. COVID-19 cases are rising. And our medical workers are experiencing mental anguish that's well beyond burnout. See, before the pandemic, doctors died by suicide at double the rate of the U.S. population. COVID-19 has strained healthcare workers' ability to witness some much grievous suffering. So a team of artists and technologists and neuroscientists and medical researchers came together and created recharge rooms to tackle this problem. Mariam Zachary works in Mount Sinai's post-acute COVID-19 clinic with what they call long haulers. And these are people who are still suffering post-COVID-19 symptoms, months after they were diagnosed. She says, it's scary. I see marathon runners who are unable to go up and down stairs, and attorneys unable to string proper sentences together without word searching due to severe brain fog. We have seen thousands and thousands more on the wait list. She's bracing for a surge of need in the coming months. The worst is yet to come, she says. The hardest thing to say to these patients is that we don't know what's going on, but we're going to do our best to treat it. I'm not sure that was ever something we had to say to a patient, that science has failed us and we can't figure out the pathology. These long hours and difficult treatments take their toll on healthcare workers as well. Like some experts will even look back to 9-11 for clues about what the future will look like for frontline workers. There was a 2020 study published in the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry that said Mount Sinai researchers found 26.8% of police and 46% of non-traditional responders like construction workers had PTSD symptoms 12 years after 9-11. 
So those findings emphasize the importance of treating subthreshold PTSD for first responders. A recent study from Italy offers a little more insight. See, in Italy, the pandemic raged months earlier than in the U.S. All of the healthcare workers who were studied experienced a high level of psychological distress, and that suggests that immense personal and emotional involvement in facing this grueling period can put their psychological health at risk in the near future. David Petrino is the Director of Rehabilitation Innovation at Mount Sinai. And way before COVID-19 cases spiked during the summer, he converted his neuroscience research lab into a nature-inspired relaxation space for frontline healthcare workers. Petrino collaborated with Mirelle Phillips and her team at Studio Elsewhere, and they designed and installed these multi-sensory recharge rooms. The rooms use biophilic design principles, and that means they use decor that mimics nature. And the idea is that this can support healing. Morel designed comfort and tranquility spaces to connect healthcare workers to nature because she was trying to offset that sterile environment we are all familiar with in hospitals. Biophilic design is more than just adding plants to indoor spaces. It's a whole interior design philosophy that's meant to improve people's mental and physical well-being. Morel is the daughter of a Mexican immigrant, and her goal is to use emerging technologies to address health inequity, meaning she wants to design a more imaginative, inclusive, and connective experience of health, well-being, and care. She says, we are on a mission to be co-creative with the communities we serve and ensure we get our interventions out to vulnerable populations who often get it last. So she called on Jacob Marshall and Hagen Marshall of EMBC Studio to help build immersive audio for these recharge rooms. Marshall says, We built upon Morel's ongoing work on how design with nature helps heal us and to use technology and artistry to deliver an immersive, multi-sensory aesthetic experience that could break the cycle of stress and burnout. They also collaborated with EMBC artist and award-winning violinist Tim Fain and created custom scoring for the rooms. We asked Miriam what the future looks like for healthcare workers. She said, when the dust settles, we'll have so many emotions to deal with, almost like the military on the front lines when they come back to real life and the PTSD hits. Reflecting on the beginning of the pandemic, she says the recharge rooms were a retreat. Every single thing around us was a negative statistic. How many more lives were lost in our unit? How many ventilators short are we? How many more beds did we need out in Central Park? How much PPE did we have left? But in the recharge room, for a few minutes, you weren't in that world anymore. So what is it? When you walk in, a fire is crackling. You instinctively lean forward. You hear the sounds of a forest, crickets, birds, and even butterflies fluttering past. Your mind, that was once just a jumble of stresses and worries, clears and your shoulders relax, and you're now focused solely on the scene in front of you. And when staff at Mount Sinai Hospitals walk into the room, technology takes over. The rooms are voice-activated through Google Home, so workers don't touch anything to avoid spreading infections. And people spend about 10 to 15 minutes, typically, in the space, which is sanitized after each visit. 
The rooms offer a brief respite from the anxiety and stress and trauma that healthcare workers face every day now, like rising new cases and supply shortages and death. These rooms that David Petrino created in his lab are actually based on his research. He says the underlying principle here is that space is never neutral. It hurts or it helps. We asked about his role, and he says, My job is to use technology to make people's lives better. I don't care about grants, getting papers published, going to conferences. All of that is just signaling that you're part of a club and totally peripheral to our actual goal of using science and technology to transform people's lives. When it comes to forming teams, it is all about stepping out of that ivory tower and being a part of an interdisciplinary team. Most of our problems are only problems because people aren't stepping out of their own silos to solve them. It's really that simple. Now, a recent Frontiers in Psychology study indicates that just 15 minutes in the recharge room at the end of a shift can reduce stress by up to 60%. Morel Phillips says it's been important to create interventions that have the durability to impact the PTSD that nurses and doctors treating COVID-19 are experiencing. One of the paradoxes of natural disasters and pandemics is that they can strengthen common bonds and transform human behavior. Collective trauma can breed a stronger sense of empathy and resilience. Marshall says this work has been intense, heartbreaking at times, and challenging to say the least. Morell agrees. She says healthcare is a team sport. And success requires a network of stakeholders. Dr. Petrino was the catalyst for what I was doing with Studio Elsewhere. And I constantly see him push every day in a complex industry to bring relief to those that are suffering as quickly as possible. An incredible bond formed between Petrino and his team. David said, I've loved working with Jacob, Morell, and the rest of the crew on this project so much. A group of unqualified people, unqualified meaning we had no business solving this problem, But if not us, then who? I think for me, the best part of working with this team during the pandemic was that every few nights at the end of a tough shift, we got to sit down together, have a glass of wine, and just connect. Talk about all the things that we could work together when the pandemic was over. In many ways, that very simple act, having a glass of wine with new friends, felt like the ultimate privilege during the surge because we were all so isolated from our typical social circles. And Petrino's gratitude is infectious. It's not a surprise that he and his collaborators are heroes to the healthcare workers they serve. As an organization, I hope we can reflect on how much growth we have had, he says. Morell adds, over the summer, when I was on site, we would estimate anywhere between 600 and 900 visits a day across all the rooms. Now we're working together to permanentize the spaces we created during the surge. This year, there's cautious optimism that this pandemic will finally be over, but the aftereffects will be with our frontline healthcare workers way after we're all vaccinated. Morell and her team are still working hard to bring more recharge rooms to public hospitals, serving at-risk populations in partnership with the Greater New York Hospital Foundation. 2020, man. It was a year of loss and a lost year. But people like David Petrino, Morell, Jacob, and their teams, they remind us that technology has this unique ability to convey a sense of being there, you know, miles away from the assaulting effects of trauma. 
Virtual journeys can change mind and body for the better, even in the heart of a trauma center. Music powered by technology that heals isn't new to Marshall, though, whose audio journeys resonate on individual levels. Marshall says it has been one of the most rewarding and important times of my life where my core belief that art is medicine has come to life. And in that spirit, he offers us all a rare opportunity to experience the healing sounds of the recharge rooms. Just check out the link to it at the bottom of this article on Wired's website. And also, if you or someone you know needs help, call 1-800-273-8255 for free 24-hour support from the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You can also text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741741 for the crisis text line. If you are outside the U.S., visit the International Association for Suicide Prevention for crisis centers around the world. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.